0: Hello and welcome to the Exam Study Expert podcast. We're in the midst of a little series on motivation this month. If you missed last week's episode with Pep's McRae on the applied science of motivation, do check it out. It was a cracker and packed with lots of actionable advice from a very respected and super interesting author and expert on this subject. Today, I wanted to add my contribution to the motivation series in the form of a little real talk with you about the benefits of getting started on your exam prep or your studies early. Research has shown, including my own survey data on when students intend to start studying for exams versus when they actually do start, uh, that as a very general rule, uh, we start preparing in earnest well after we intend to start. Uh, and, And one of the most common questions I hear from teachers and from parents is how to help their students start their exam prep earlier. So today I wanted to share my take on that question uh, with my top seven reasons to help you get started on your exam prep sooner. The first set of reasons are all about helping you achieve better by starting soon and the second set are all about why you'll feel better in the process. So you'll not only get better results uh, but the process will be easier and less stressful too my goal is that by the time you've listened to all seven reasons uh, the overwhelming weight of logic and r- rationale for getting started sooner uh, you having heard all that you can't help but get started uh, such as the overwhelming force of the rationale for getting started sooner uh, if we get even close to that goal then i think i'll have done my job in this episode as you say if you're preparing for a research uh, project or a written project and you've got a big deadline uh, for that for a dissertation or an assignment or a thesis or whatever, uh, many of these reasons apply just the same to those kind of project deadlines as they do to uh, preparing for an exam. One final note before I dive in, and that is to honour our many listeners we have who, uh, let's say, over-index on conscientiousness versus the average scholar. Uh, That's perhaps to be expected. After all, you've chosen to tune into a podcast about studying smarter. Uh, So you've already set yourself apart as someone who cares about your success. And if you have a tendency to put yourself under huge pressure, as I know many of you do, please do remember that despite uh, my uh, efforts in this episode to encourage you to get started sooner, you may have already got started and you may already be doing plenty enough. Uh, And for you, you may just need to check out episode 96, You Are Enough, for a little bit pep talk on getting the balance right uh, and, and 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 don't take this episode as as further weight on your shoulders if you are already on track and getting started but i would say that even the most conscientious among us do have times in our life or specific projects when honestly we could use a little nudge to get moving sooner uh, so when that time comes for you today's lesson is the one to remember uh, i think some good little t- ideas coming up for you today i hope you enjoy So, the first set of reasons to get started sooner are all the ways you'll achieve better. Number one, you will have more time to study. Let's get the obvious one out of the way right off the bat. If you get started sooner, you will have more time to study overall. And broadly speaking, the more time you can spend learning your stuff and practicing, the better you'll be able to perform. It's as simple as that. Number two, it's less risky. Okay, you might be thinking, but look, I'm comfortably on track to do well. I don't need to start soon and I can still bag top grades. Well, firstly, I'm very happy for you that you feel that's the case. I would say start early anyway. It's less risky. I believe you're creating unnecessary risk by leaving it to the last minute. So think about, look, what if you have a major life upset or a significant health issue? near exam time, just when you're planning to do all that last minute swatting up. What if it takes you longer than you expect to master your course to the level you want to achieve? You might think you can pull it together at the last minute, but maybe it actually ends up taking you longer. Or what if, and this is a pretty big one for all of us, what if you're looking at that calendar and underestimating how much usable time you've actually got between now and the exam or project deadline or whatever it is? We all have a tendency to do this. Beware, two months or whatever it is might look like ages in your eyes, but by the time you've deducted all the time for classes, social stuff, maybe your job, uh, other interests, time off, holidays, and all the other things that fill up your calendar, when you look at the actual usable time that remains to study, really may not add up to all that much. The final risk is what happens if on exam day you're not feeling your best. Let's say, you, know, you have a headache or whatever, or, or you're just really nervous and you feel like you can't think quite as clearly. Well, if you've done your prep really thoroughly over a good stretch of time, you'll have a much better chance of being able to do well regardless, even if you're not feeling 100% on exam day. If you're relying on last minute prep and kind of pulling it out of the bag on the day, you know, those those uh, on the day issues uh, are much likely to knock you off course uh, more seriously. So don't leave it to chance. Don't risk not being able to perform your best. Get started nice and early uh, and reap the rewards. And then in at number three uh, my final uh, f- uh, my final factor in the uh, helping you achieve more uh, section is uh, you can use the power of spaced retrieval practice if you get started early so spaced retrieval practice is something we've talked about on the podcast many times before uh, the spaced bit uh, means revisiting the material at time intervals so coming back to things at time intervals uh, leaving a gap in between. That's the spaced bit. The retrieval practice bit means testing yourself, pulling stuff out of memory. And simply put, that's the best way to learn stuff, as we've covered on the podcast before. Uh, see episode 66, for example. Um, and while you can and should do retrieval practice, even at the last minute, so even if it's the day before an exam, you should still be testing yourself. Uh, that's that's the best way to learn, even when at the last minute. It's far better when you can space out that retrieval practice over time, like repeating a workout multiple times to gradually build strength. In this case, of course, memory strength. When you use spaced retrieval practice, stuff sticks more reliably and more deeply. You'll be much more likely to be satisfied rather than disappointed with what you can remember when you get into the exam. And this isn't just about that kind of black or white, can I remember this fact or not, yes, no, knowledge test type questions. Um, It's also about knowing your content more deeply and being able to recall it more fluently and with less effort. And that's crucial when you're trying to apply your knowledge and understanding to crack tricky questions or figuring out what's going on in curveball scenarios. If you know your stuff much more robustly uh, and can access it much more fluently it's much easier to kind of track, track those uh, you know challenge questions that, that might get thrown in towards the exam end of the exam paper uh, and really land yourself with the best possible mark and if you still need convincing learning with spaced retrieval practice will also help you remember things for longer far longer compared to cramming the night before. You might think, well, what's the point in that? I only need it for the exam. Well, think about what you might be able to use that knowledge for in future. So it could be that you're taking more steps on your academic journey in future uh, and stronger prior knowledge, knowing your current course better, could act as a really good springboard foundation for the next course you're going to take, meaning you can uh, have a much easier time on your next course uh, rather than You know, forgetting everything you're supposed to have remembered from this course uh, and then struggling to catch up when uh, you're next uh, instructor or teacher is assuming a whole load of knowledge uh, from this set of exams that you've forgotten. Um, or simply, y- you might find that actually knowing stuff from this exam could be useful <laughs> as part of your career or your life generally, uh, like the doctor who might find it helpful to you know actually remember some of her training so that she can give good treatment advice to patients, or the high school student that wants to remember some of his French so he can actually enjoy having conversations with people in that language. So knowing stuff well is not just about doing well in this exam, but also setting yourself up for success uh, in the next step in your academic journey or in life generally. For a general introduction to spaced learning, uh, if you're new to the idea or want a reminder, you might want to check out episode 47 with Dr. Carolina Cooper-Tetzel. Okay, so we've covered three reasons why starting early will help you achieve higher through having more time to study, uh, reducing the risk uh, by avoiding leaving things to the last minute, and also letting you unleash the power of spaced retrieval practice to help you learn your material more deeply and to be able to remember it for longer and all the benefits that will bring. My final set of reasons are all about not just aiming higher and achieving your potential, but also helping you feel better along the way. By getting started sooner. So reason number four, it's less stressful not to leave things to the last minute. Again, to get a fairly obvious one out of the way, it's not much fun having a last minute panic. Avoid that last minute panic, get it done in plenty of time and your road to exam success will be less stressful and more enjoyable. And hey, I know habits can be hard to kick here, uh, and I speak from some experience of leaving things to the last minute. Uh, particularly in my case, it's setting off for journeys. Uh, I remember in my case, one particular this really came to a head in one patch of my life when I'd have to catch a bus and then a train every morning to get into work, and every single morning I was sprinting down the road to catch the bus. Uh, one morning even saw me herring it down the train station platform uh, to all but dive through the train doors. The second they were closing uh, and there's someone else that was running um, just behind me, only a few feet behind me, uh, and the doors closed in front of their face and they were left stuck on the platform. That was how close it was. After more weeks than I'd care to admit of this daily insanity and arriving at work drenched in sweat, I finally said, no more. That's it. Not another day. This is just ridiculous. Uh, And I, I changed it. I'm very rarely late for travel now. I just leave the house 10 minutes before I think I need to. Well, actually at the time I need to, uh, rather than leaving it 10 minutes after I need to. Um, So if you've been struggling, uh, diving through the proverbial closing doors of assignment or exam deadlines at the last possible second, uh, and that's what you're used to doing, perhaps take this little prompt uh, to consider making this the first day of the rest of your life. The moment you decide that's it, no more, enough of this last minute stress, you can and will be better than this. Reason number five, you'll develop a better self-view of yourself by not leaving things to the last minute. Now, some people may be listening to all of this that I'm saying and thinking, well, that's very well, but I'm just a last minute kind of person. I need an impending deadline and the last minute boost that gives me to actually get in and get my work done. I understand what you're saying. There are definitely individual differences here. And for some people, getting started sooner might just come easily. And for others, getting started sooner might just be a real struggle. But it is absolutely a skill you can practice. Even if it's not something that comes as easily to you as others, this is something you can build over time, like a muscle uh, that you work out and gradually strengthen might take a bit of a push at first, but you can get there. And the rewards for doing so are huge. This isn't just about your exam success or success in your courses. You know, look around you at people you respect or your kind of heroes, your idols in different walks of life. Few really high achievers are kind of last minute people. Um, like the ability to get things done uh, consistently and not leave things in the last minute, produce high quality stuff, um, you know, do do all that comfortably. You know, that's that's a set of skills that will serve you really well in life generally not just in your academic pursuits. So perhaps, you know, use exam prep as this lever to help train you out of your last minute tendencies. Practice building that muscle of getting started sooner, and that will help you build an incredibly powerful skill set that you can apply to so many other things in your life. Reason number six, um, the penultimate one I've got for you today, is that you can taper your efforts. So what do I mean by tapering? Well, in elite sport, there's a common practice of tapering. That is easing off your training schedule as the day of the big race approaches. Let's say you're a marathon runner. The day before the big race, you wouldn't go out and run a marathon. That would make it pretty hard to do your best on race day. Um, instead, the day before a big marathon, you might want to do a few stretches, maybe a bit of gentle interval work to get your body primed and remember you know, how running works. Um, but you're not going to do anything that's going to risk injury or kind of completely take things out of you to the extent that you're still uh, you know, physically tired the following day. I'd say the same for major exams. We want to leave something in the tank for the big day, so don't exhaust yourself by frantically studying um, like like crazy all all the day before and in burning the midnight oil um, the night before. If we're well prepared, if we get our prep done in plenty of time, we can actually start to taper our studies just as an athlete tapers her training so that the day before the exam, yeah, you do a little bit of prep, um, but you don't do anything that's gonna completely exhaust yourself. So that you know you can get a nice early night uh, and stand yourself in the best possible chance of being fresh and alert uh, and on good form for the exam itself. And finally, reason number seven, you can experiment. Last in, by having a little less time pressure, you might have a little attitude to be playful, even experimental with your studies. This could mean a couple of things. It could mean trying out a new, more effective study strategy maybe one that you've learned about here on this very podcast, a new strategy that you ultimately go on to find works even better for you than what you're used to doing. It's much easier to try out new things and get comfortable with them if you're not in that kind of last-minute panic mode. Last-minute panic mode tends to send people scurrying back to what's comfortable and familiar and not necessarily give you the chance to level up by adopting more effective new ways of working this idea could also encompass exploring side avenues in your studies from time to time not so much that your core learning suffers but indulging the occasional curious exploration of an intriguing concept or idea those extra little things that probably won't come up in the exam but while they may not be a core part of the syllabus they're interesting and fun to learn about or you know might be useful for your your general interests or you know your your career etc and sometimes it's these little explorations that really Light a fire or perhaps relight a fire uh, for your interest and enjoyment in your subject. And surely we all want to enjoy what we're doing. So there we have it. Start early, and you'll be more successful, less stressed, better prepared for the next step in your academic or life journey, and you might even enjoy it all the more. And if you'd like a little extra help in your own studies as an older learner or a professional taking exams, or perhaps you're the parent of a school age student who needs a little help, a little nudge in getting started, uh, then please do check out my private exam preparation coaching services, where you can work with me one-on-one uh, for a short intervention to help you get unstuck, get you moving, get you on a better path to success. I work with clients at school, university, and in careers in medicine, finance, and more right around the world. Uh, do check out examstudyexpert.com forward slash coaching for more details. And for any schools listening, particularly here in the UK, I'm also a pretty well-regarded in-school speaker and trainer, so please do reach out if you're planning a revision strategy workshop to support your students in the run-up to their exams. It'd be a pleasure to support uh, and have an impact uh, to help your students get the best possible results in their major exams. Check that out at examstudyexpert.com forward workshops. So again, if you're a private student or other parent of one, uh, you head to examstudyexpert.com forward slash coaching to learn more about how to work with me one-on-one, or if you're a school, head to forward slash workshops to learn more about how I can help you and your school this year. I hope this episode has been helpful and given you uh, perhaps a little bit of get up and go to get started. Uh, If you've got something to start, my parting words to you to round off this episode today are simply to go get started. Let's do this. You've got it. Thank you so much as always for listening today and wishing you every success in your studies. If you've got exams coming up, You can now get all of William's favorite tips and tricks to save you time and get you higher grades all in one handy cheat sheet. Grab your copy at examstudyexpert.com slash free tips. Thanks again for listening and see you soon.